0: Against the Laws is presented by FanDuel Sportsbook. There's no better place to make every moment more than with FanDuel. Great odds and markets for the NBA, NHL, college basketball, and so much more. Awesome new and existing user promotions. That's why it's America's number one sportsbook. It's easy to use, safe and secure, and you get your winnings fast. Quickly as two hours. It's fun to combine multiple bets for the same game into a same game parlay. Discover the most popular same game parlays each day, right, when you log in, and if you're new, just download the FanDuel Sportsbook app to get started now. Sign up with the promo code Against All Odds so that they know I sent you. All right, welcome to Against All Odds, part of the Extra Points Podcast Network. Cousin Sal coming to you on a Monday morning. Spaghetti and meatballs. Fiddling with the knobs. Babyface Joel Solomon producing this mess of a show, and joining me as always, my wizards of wagering, my gurus of gambling, my barons of betting. My overlords of the odds, the degenerate trifecta, Harry, brother, Brian, Darren, the parlay kid. What is happening, fellas? What's going on, Sal? How are you doing, Sal? What's going on, buddy? Fun weekend with basketball and MMA. We'll get to all that talk. What are we going to do? Oh, we're going to pick um uh, What do we have in NBA? Bulls, 76ers. We got Warriors, Nuggets, whoever's playing. I'm not even sure. These guys have sharp tank picks. They get picks every single day. Free ones, extra points. Dot com uh, what, what's your record Brian? have you tailed off a little i mean i think you well, won like 32 out of 40 or something at one i think
1: point. i was uh i was like 51 and 16 or 51 and 17 since like yeah sometime at the end of december and then i lost the last two so say damn. no more
0: say no more damn, 51 and 16 we'll take it march madness is here parley kid i don't know when does it arrive for you we were talking about it on extra points. To me, it's not here till the Thursday, Friday. They have play-in games. Obviously, this week you have conference tournaments that don't really ratchet up until midweek, even though, you know, Gonzaga plays tonight and stuff like that. But to me, it's Thursday, Friday, next week. What about for you?
2: I agree, Sal. I don't think, to me, I really don't get my head wrapped around it until then. Uh, mm-hmm. I guess uh, Selection Sunday is always a pretty big day as well. Mm-hmm. Um and, you know, we get you start filling out those brackets as early as uh, that night or Monday. But really, for me, I agree with that, Sal. Until, like, it's really here, uh, I don't get too bonkers over it.
0: I'm staring at it. And speaking of Selection Sunday, we're six days away. I do it. I furiously write it down as it appears on CBS, as Gumbel's reading the teams. I write it down, even though, like, if I wait, like, 35 seconds, I could print it. I could just go print and then it'll be done. But no, I'm writing it down. Like, oh, wait, would they play Friday or Thursday? They play Friday, Sunday or Thursday, Saturday. I'm a lunatic with it. It's one of the more uh, OCD things I do, Harry. Harry, what's the most OCD thing? You write a lot of things down, right?
3: I do. I do. I take plenty of notes uh, for every type of sport. Absolutely. I don't know about that, Sal.
1: So, so you yeah. remember we yeah. used to do? We used to have that great like NCAA pool that yeah. dra- that draft we used to run where we each you know you'd pick the players and we just counted points. That was that was always a lot of fun. We stopped doing that a while ago. But was it just I mean, points? It was points, right? It wasn't points, points rebounds, the, assists? the NBA playoffs. We used to do points, rebound, points assist, rebounds, points, rebounds, assists. Yeah. Yep. yeah, I think I had. Kittle
0: and uh, Kerry Kittles. Yeah. And no, then now I was out in the first round. I have one to think year, about I
1: that like, again. That was, funny. I like
0: the Calcutta stuff. I mean, this now we're really getting into illegal stuff, but when you could bid on a team like, you know, um, uh, Murray state for $70 and then, you know, you get like 350 bucks for a win in the first round, 500 for a win in the second round There's hundreds of thousands of illegal dollars, but we don't do that. We do it all by the book here on Fandle.com slash against all odds. But right now, right now, Let's deep dive into the collectively crushed soul of the degenerate trifecta in a segment we hate to call bad eggs.
3: When a bet makes you sick, and you make the wrong pick, it's a bad egg. It's a bad egg.
0: It's a bad egg. egg. All right. Let me start us off. Covington Masvidal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You guys all told me. (laughs) You all had Covington by decision. Harry, you said it would go the distance. I went under. I was like, these guys hate each other. If the opportunity presents itself, there will be destruction in the ring before the five-round limitation. And it did go like everyone thought, right? Uh, Covington, takedowns, riding time, pretending to go for rear naked chokes, alternating right arm, left arm. Masvidal couldn't take him on the mat. But then, one fleeting moment. I don't know what round was. Was that fourth round? Masvidal has him. Hits some flush with the overhand, right? And then what does he do? He backs off. He does nothing. Does nothing. He had 40 seconds where he could have capitalized and won the fight. And no, he didn't. So that was it. Covington wins by decision. I know you all told me so. Parley kid, you all said it would go the distance. Go ahead, Harry. What's your betting? You lost in golf.
3: <laughs> I did lose in golf again. Uh, I had Hatton at 29 to one going to win 600 bucks. Um, on Saturday, he shoots. He loses by one stroke. On Saturday, he shoots at 78. So he's like <laughs> eight back. And I'm like, oh, this is, you know, he was one back going into, into Saturday. And I'm like, I, I text you guys every weekend, every Saturday when I have a guy in contention. Why is it every weekend, every Saturday and Sunday, my guys suck? Well, he was, but, but, but by Sunday, he was pretty much out of it, I thought, seven, eight back. And before you know it, slowly grinding, slowly grinding his way back into it. All of a sudden, he's in the clubhouse at four under. And he posts the number, so I'm waiting to see what goes on here. And I know uh, you had a nice bet too, Sal, uh, with uh, Billy Horschel. Horschel, and and uh, and Scheffler just was fantastic. Second win in a month, uh, bogeyless in the back nine. Made those two putts we talked about, like a 22 footer and like a 12 footer, and uh, so close again. But Hatton comes up one one shot short. Yeah, but you don't have – when you're minus four in the clubhouse and there are two minus fives, I mean,
0: what were, what were his the odds way the, at that
3: point? Right, right. The, you're absolutely correct. But the way the course was playing and the way, you know, these guys were put, putting up bogeys all yeah. over the place and it was so tough for everybody. And by the way, Sunday's score, Sunday's average score was a 75. So anything could happen, obviously. Hat and I was happy at minus four posting there and then just – Sheffler couldn't miss a pot. It was amazing. All right. The parlay kid had a uh, a more serious contender with Hovland, right? It was right
1: there, Victor Yeah. Hovland. that
2: Victor Hovland is my uh my betic for this week. Um I, I think at some time on Thursday I jumped on him at 15 to 1. Um uh, and uh he was riding high. I think as even as uh some point on Saturday, uh I believe he had increased uh, his lead to uh four strokes. Uh, and then uh within a few holes, uh that was over I, uh very quickly on Saturday uh as it's it's amazing how this can happen in golf uh and i'm I'm really starting to believe it is much easier uh to bet a guy that's a few strokes down going in to Sunday yeah, yeah. than the guy who is up because it's I think just believe it's easier to play from behind. Pressure than it D. is to play with the lead. There's less pressure, and you can kind of go for it. where the person with the lead seems to get a little tight, uh, they you know they maybe play a little play, trying to play it a little safe at times. The good news is on Saturday night I jumped on Scheffler at five to one, uh, so I ended up uh, hitting oh. with Scheffler. So I did win
0: nearly. <laughs> well, the what kind of, of money? Be sad. We're supposed to be. We're supposed <laughs> Shoot, to be uh, laughing Huffling, at, when, at when each But when way. you have
2: Hovland at fifteen to one. Yeah, uh, there's, that's a big difference—five but- to one or fifteen to one—and uh, I also lost money because I think I had Adam Scott going into the oh. tournament, uh, had a decent first round. Uh, look, I never would have thought years ago I'd be do- betting golf, <laughs> and my golf would be my bettings. <laughs> but I—I I am somehow finding a way to win money on it. Yeah, still.
3: Well, but you t- you it just it seems like
2: I—I. I, Harry, my my real advice now is
3: yeah. you're right, I, D, I really I like think that Saturday night
2: bit. you bet somebody that's like three strokes behind yeah. and and you get good odds so, and you root for them and
0: well that's what I did for it. Friday night. I did it after Friday night because you'll get even better odds if there are a few right. strokes behind. But I think you're right. The leader going into Sunday has lost the last three tournaments. I'm and by sure. the way, yeah. Sal,
3: by the way, I was I was watching, I wasn't even watching it. I'm listening to it. Me and Ken were driving to Palm Springs. And during the golf, and I'm I'm listening to it on the golf channel on Sirius oh, That's Radio. pathetic. That's oh, pathetic. That really? really is. That that's rock bottom. Pathetic. <laughs> that really announcers are bad. pretty. Every, even when the when the guys have like a forty footer, and the announcers are going crazy, you think he made it, and then he said it, it comes so close. So even so, not watching it, they they make it sound like they I, made it because it was a good putt. I it. don't
0: want to drop names, but I was driving back from the airport years ago with Tony Romo. We were listening to the British Open at uh like. Four in the morning on the radio. It's like oh, this in a way, this is the greatest it'll ever be for me. And in another way, this is rock bottom. So I'll <laughs> still
3: have to sort that I, I, out. I did watch at yeah. four forty five in the morning, Sal, the finish of the magical Kenyan Open. I did have the winner there, by the way, too. So I did win a little on golf. I had the winner at I uh, watched okay. four forty five. So that
0: man. maybe that's your rock. Nope. no, not even close. Not even close. To your rock <laughs> Brian, you don't have That's a right. bet. You don't have, Brian, Brian doesn't have bet aches anymore. He has, r- we, we have to find out for something that where you don't deserve to win, but you win. Is it the bet cake? Is it the bet uh, rake? I'm not, I'm yeah, trying to figure to, out what yeah, it is. Come yeah. on, Joel.
1: We need Joel to get on this. Um, yeah. Yeah. You know, yeah. Nothing really, nothing crazy. All my losses were like kind of legit. I mean, I did have from my EP pick, I did have TCU the other day getting three and a half and they were up six with like six minutes left, but I kind of got out of control pretty quickly. Um, but yeah, no, I've I've lucked out with these, the opposite of bed Like I had our sharp tank. I gave out uh, Marina Rodriguez by decision the other day. And usually like when you watch UFC, like especially I'm watching it with Darren, like you'll convince yourself like this person won the fight because you have them in a bet, right. right? Like this person won. I was like, I was like to myself, she's down 0-2. Like I, I was right. like, I already had it in my mind. Like I lost. I have a feeling this is going to be a split decision. I lost but they gave her the decision so i've i've had a couple of uh and i had, we a, had couple, a, rise, a couple of uh, meatballs and there. i were
0: watching and of course we we were, our attention was split cuz we were watching the big 10 semifinals in and wrestling so how dare <laughs> you guys for for not how, i had that on you, too though Darren, Harry, Darren you and i had at that least on. listened on the radio there you go but uh <laughs> but there you go all right so that was uh, no bed eggs for brother bry uh all right let's play the music
3: when a bet makes you sick and you make the wrong pick, it's a bad egg. It's a, bad
0: ache. It's a bad ache. Hey, Bet Ex is brought to you by PropSwap, America's number one app to buy and sell sports bets. March Madness is around the corner, and PropSwap is your place to cash in on the big dance. Every season, prop swappers make thousands of dollars by simply buying and selling college basketball teams. You could always find the best odds on Prop Swap because you're buying directly from other bettors like yourself. Like Gil from New Jersey, who purchased the Murray State Championship ticket on PropSwap at 225 to 1, while the sports books are only offering 150 to 1. Now's the time to find those Cinderellas while the odds are high. Cash out on PropSwap when the tourney starts. And when you're making your bets, remember to go for two, make two tickets on the same team so you can sell one for profit and keep one to let it ride. Go to propswap.com or download the free PropSwap app today. And now, Time for another edition of the extra prop of the week. This week's prop focuses on professional basketball. Wednesday night, Suns at the Heat. What will be the total number of points plus rebounds by Bam Adebayo? This season, Bam averaging 19 points, 10 rebounds per game to enter. Tweet us your guess at Extra Points Pod and at Prop Swap using the hashtag, hashtag Extra Prop. You must be following both accounts to win the winner. Gets a five hundred dollar Miami Heat Championship ticket, courtesy of Propswap. Go to propswap.com or download the free Propswap app today. Propswap, where America buys and sells sports bets. All right, let's go into Masvidal, the more Masvidal Covington uh, breakdown. You guys could all take a lap. You had Covington by decision. What did that pay? Plus one thirty? No. No, no was it was like it. Like Covington by decision one, was
2: like minus one ten. So yeah.
0: Minus one ten. Um yeah. I don't know. It's kind of weak that fight. You just, you want them to go at it more when they hate each other, but you're right. Parley kid. It's a wrestler who wrestles with Covington and uh, that's hard to find anymore. Right.
2: Yeah. I think I've always said that what I, what I personally like about Covington is he uses his wrestling to win these fights. Uh, You know, I think he does enough when he stands uh, up on his feet and the guy's cardio is off the charts. Sal, the guy seems like he can go 10 rounds. Uh, uh his cardio is one of the tops uh I find him entertaining uh, I know people don't really like when you get you know these guys get taken down to the mat, but I think if you can wrestle and win the fight that's what you do yeah uh, and like you said um yeah, I jumped on that i you know i was also on like what Harry was on was just gosh uh, to win my decision <laughs> was minus one ten mm-hmm. and 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 the fight to go the distance was minus one twenty two I uh, really didn't make too much sense, but uh, so we were all over that. Uh, I, I, I was no doubt in my mind. In fact, there were, dude, I thought the opposite. There were a couple times I thought Covington was going to uh, put Masvidal out um, on the mat but, or,
0: or standing
2: uh, on the mat. I thought there were once one or two times where I thought mm. he, he hit him with a barrage of shots, where I thought a few oh, more, yeah. uh, and uh, this fight could be stopped. I don't think there was any really. It was a couple submission attempts, but he never could get under no. under the chin on them either. But Covington does what he has to do. I think he's one of the best. Uh, you know, he just can't beat the one guy who's probably the best pound for pound guy uh in the world. So that's that's who's position. he
0: next? Who did he call out? I forgot. He who, called who, out Poye, uh, our boy
2: Poye. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. He called right, him out. That. Uh that would be a great fight. I, I didn't really like the way he called him out, but I Covington is a uh He's a salesman, and uh, right. he definitely sells his fights. He definitely, uh, that arena was that loud during was that fight though. the
0: we're, other we're night. We are talking about that. They really do come to see him, that's for sure. Come,
1: I was wondering great job. Did, if they had the mic of the crowd up higher for that fight, because it was like, I mean, it really sounded loud the whole, like, right. whole time. I was wondering if it really was just louder than normal or if they just bumped that up. Um, sorry, so were you going to ask me? Well, who No, I they own? do. I, I'm now seeing, uh, f- uh, Fandle doesn't have it, but I am seeing odds on Covington Poirier. Do you see, I mean, this oh. seems crazy. Do you, What do you think it would be? Did you see it already, Bry? Uh, no, I would guess, uh, Covington. Minus 175. No. Well, Harry, what do you think?
3: I would say Poirier, Poirier minus 130. This is
1: insanity.
0: Go ahead. What do you think, uh, parlor kid?
2: Um, Covington,
0: uh, minus, uh, 150. To minus 600.
1: Whoa. Like what? Uh, is yeah, it a weight four, jump? Plus 425. Yeah. I mean, you're jumping up, whatever it is. I know. 50, but 15 should it, be, pounds? it should be almost twice what it was with Masvidal. Who's like, wow. Uh, I don't know. I don't yeah, know. Well, Poirier can give me the distance on that one, Darren. Give me the distance. I um, mean that would be a it would be a great Yikes. fight. I mean, Poirier can wrestle too. Poirier so. can take hits too. Yeah. Um, Man, that would be
0: fun. Oh, let's do that now. I'm
3: loading up on the plus right there. <laughs> All right,
0: <laughs> let's, let's go. Uh, we we'll go
3: over some college games. Uh, so, I'm sorry. By the NBA way, by games. the way, Sal, I, I knew that yeah. it was going to go the distance. I knew so much that it was going to go the distance. Didn't have to watch it. I know you don't watch it. Uh, that would be something you can listen to on the radio.
0: Exactly. I mean, uh, look, your your analysis is about that's four it. inch reach. the what whole The that? whole fight is on the mat. You're talking about four in, four inch reach for this well, guy. Yeah, yeah. You, you gave up 5 picks went three out of four. Uh, Mikey Meatball said your your Sharp Tank Parlay lost at like two in the afternoon. I mean, it was one of the first uh, uh, MMA fights. What was it?
3: Yeah, the Elliot screws me again. I don't know if you went three it out was, of four. It was the first I went three out of
1: four. Well, on our picks, we did uh, the picks we gave out on Friday were all very that good. I up, that was I, a three team par went two all, out of three. All four of my picks hit on that day, and I think like three or four of Darren's right. picks hit too. So it was good. There you go. Three
0: of four, my three or four of mine. Uh, n- n- none of you guys had Jordan Davis from Georgia to to post a four point eight two forty time. Mm. I'm pretty sure we could look back at all the graphics, <laughs> but my God, three hundred and forty one pounds, defensive lineman from Georgia. Uh, we talked about this on Extra Points. I'm I'm wondering what you guys think. So now he could beat us all in a 40, right? 4.82. Mm-hmm. None of us are going to do that. We're right around 50. Brian's about 40 years old. Who is the heaviest guy who could beat you in a race? I don't need a name, but is there Parley Kid? Is there a 400 pounder who could beat us in a race? Ah man, is there I, a 500 pounder who could beat uh, us? No. In a race? <laughs> no. There's not five. No. Okay, good, good, no. good. Thank no. God. Thank God no, there's not a 500
3: a pounder. 400 a 400 pounder, pounder?
0: though. Yeah.
3: Maybe Scott. I mean, maybe
0: Scott. No.
2: This no, guy no. is 340. Yeah. And he could beat me in a race
1: 400. That's a great question, Sal. Uh, Definitely Harry. Harry could get beaten by a 400 pounder. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Harry. Yeah, yeah, Harry, yeah, Harry eight, eight, seven, four. Oh, 40. yeah, Harry, you could get beaten by a 400 pounder. <laughs>
2: Harry, <laughs> yes. Sal, well, I
3: don't I think w- you, I I don't think you would get beaten f- by a 400 pounder. Not in the day, but I guess now.
0: No, this is the day. The day is today. So, is, if, if there's a 400 pounder out there who thinks he could beat Harry in a race, um, we would love to record that for posterity. That would be great. Um, no, but I think about this all the time. We're talking about it on to get uh, extra points. Is there a 400 pounder who could beat us in a race? Is there a, uh, a six year old who could beat you in a fight? Is there a ninety-year-old who could beat you? Uni- what are our What are our parameters here? What are our highs <laughs> and lows for? That's pretty good, Parley Kid. Is there a six-year-old in the in the world who could in no be way? Unified? There's no, no. six-year-old could take okay. me in a fight. Martin Weiss said there was a six-year-old. If you run into the wrong six-year-old, you're in trouble. That somebody, <laughs> he said he would be in trouble. Damashek seemed to think he could beat any six-year-old and any I, ninety-year-old.
2: I Harry might struggle with the <laughs> because of the endurance factor. It could yeah, yeah, right yeah. if the kid out, uh, you know right. stuck I like and that. move on Harry. It, it could present a problem. <laughs> no.
0: So what would he say? Harry'd be like, All right, that's enough. I give like I'm trying to figure, I'm trying to in my head trying to figure out like, Well, what would I, Harry, you're not very confident against every six old not, sixer
3: no, listen that to, listen to I'm really I'm not really right now. <laughs>
0: Why? <laughs> isn't that sad? I mean, isn't that all we need know. to know?
1: I like the old one too, the ninety year old or whatever. Like if they're a former nah. if they're a former yeah. fighter who could put you into some type of submission. Green beret. That's, if, if, yeah. If anybody yeah, right?
3: knows me, I'm not I'm not I'm a lover. I'm not a fighter. We know that.
0: No, that's not true either. Uh well Judo so Jean LaBelle could probably still take me. I think he's like eighty nine. He uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, He's, he still I rolls. He you. still practices with those guys and stuff. But the, yeah. but the lower the, the now there's no win. It's a no win situation, Harry, if you beat a six year old. <laughs> except for us, it's a big win if if you lose for us. That's uh <laughs> so true. all right. So if there's a six year old thinks he can beat up Harry or a 400 pounder who thinks he could beat him in a race, uh, we're we're here for you. Let's do it. Yeah, that's exciting. <laughs> Parley kid, you're thinking about this more.
2: Well, you know, no, you know, it makes me think about like. Um, I, you know, we've probably even discussed this at some point, but it just makes me also think about like, from the sports perspective of like playing one of the four majors, like would you be more likely to get a base hit, like score a basket in a game? Like that's, that's what was crossing my mind too. Yeah. yeah.
0: But like, I think as far as like, I think like sixth grade, Jimmy McGee could beat beat me up right now.
2: <laughs> uh, yeah, I could see. I could see like it could definitely be like a twelve-year-old. Yeah, right. I mean, I work with those kids. I, 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 I don't actually. They got
0: skills now. Uh, yeah.
2: I, I, I don't know. I don't. I don't know. Some, <laughs> it, it would still be hard for a twelve. Now that I'm thinking about only twelve-year-olds, what so about know, any? What about any? Of I, I don't think and anybody. Kids, I don't think any. Now you might say, well, how many twelve-year-olds could? I think if yeah. you got two or three year twelve-year-olds, yeah, yeah, I could. I, I probably would. Oh would've yeah. <laughs> no, yeah, no,
0: yeah, I still now don't think one 12 year
2: twelve-year-old. Unless that kid was like already totally put together, what? Like, I don't think so. You like don't think it's you what? Know, some pre, some twelve-year-old who was going through puberty already.
0: You know, oh, I, I think don't there's think there's definitely a twelve-year-old who could be in like in Thailand or something who could beat our ass. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, probably.
2: Yeah, some, yeah. some. Uh, now accident. that's an interesting
0: question. On your track team, is there a four-hundred-pound uh, runner who could beat Harry in forty-yard, you know, a um, hundred meter, whatever?
2: Yeah, yeah. Not 400 pounds, <laughs> but
0: it's right, definitely a 300-pounder
2: who would
0: beat Harry. Right, see, I can yeah, talk about this definitely. forever. I really can. Definitely. But with this Jordan Davis, um, you know, we talked about last week. You brought up a compelling point, Parley kid. All that was like, what? what's the point of the 40-yard dash? Are these guys, you know, some of the John Rosses, they never make it. There's a whole list of players who never even made it. But you said with the exception of a few. And unfortunately, Cooper Cup, the best receiver in the league now, is one of the few. If you go 4-6 and more, was it 4-6 was your number? 4-6. They don't typically make it. They don't typically excel. Yeah,
2: that's why I'm saying. that. I think these numbers are pretty accurate. So it is a good Uh,
0: metric. But what about a 40 time for a defensive tackle? Who gives a crap how fast? He's never going to go more than uh, five yards in the backfield.
2: I I totally agree with that. They should really have like a 10-yard. Yeah. You know, like, Like why are we
0: getting so excited? How quick
2: are they off the ball, right? How their initial burst uh, makes more sense. 40. uh, It really doesn't make sense. Uh, Maybe it doesn't at all. Offensive linemen. A scoop scoop and
1: scoop and score.
0: Yeah. Like, what are you,
2: are you blocking (laughs) on a pick
0: six? Is that what's going on? Like what, what, yeah. What goes, what's the big deal on a, uh, for defensive tackles point. 40 times, does he juggle? Let's see him juggle too. That has little effect on what he does. You know what I said? I don't know if anyone saw, said this before. Let's see some referees in the combines, right? Let's see them get out of a way of a pass. Let's see them, uh, you know, go under the hood and make the right call. And you know, I, I want, that's what I want to see. Referee combine. Why do we give up on Agile this idea? Referees, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's see that they don't get knocked over, that they could throw a flag without hitting somebody Good in the point. face. You know? I don't
3: know. <laughs> I don't know. I want to see it
0: all. Uh, all right, let's take a quick break and let's talk uh, UNC Duke. All right, we saw Carolina Duke. Duke was a 12 and a half point favorite in Coach K's last game, Cameron Indoor Stadium, and they lost by 13. And then there was like an hour long presentation where there was, I don't know, like 90 former players and there were like coeds crying in the crowd and family members and everything. And then Coach K got up and spoke and everybody was looking to sling bullets at him, really, Uh, really just it was just crazy if you're not a Duke fan. And then he does uh, the unthinkable and he talks about how he's embarrassed about his uh, uh, his performance and the team's performance. He kind of throws his team under the bus and, and then like the crowd's like, Oh no, please. No, no. He's like, no, no, no. You be quiet right now. <laughs> it was like a big, it was a big mess. Parley kid. Would you ever do this? If you were getting no, all these accolades, that was, stop I, down? Mean, I
2: gotta be honest to you. I, that's exactly what I expected from him. Like there was, that's, I knew when he, that, that's what he was going to say. Um, I think that was the wrong time. Uh, I think to kind of like call his team out uh, at that point, I guess, you know, there's a method to his madness, I'm sure, when it comes to it, you know, making, you know, making like, hey, this was our last regular season game. Like, we have a long way to go still here. Like, we're going to make a run type of thing. I get that. I didn't really like the way he did that. I think, um, if anything, I, I think he should have, like, taken more of the blame himself for them not winning that game. And put it, I think that's what the best coaches do in those situations, uh, which, I, you know, I think that publicly, you know, he, he could have said, look, I didn't do a good enough job today to get my team to win. Right. You know, something like that. I think that no, would have been like, you know the what? Team. He's like, Class this day is about act.
0: me. I did everything. I,
2: well, that's the, that's like what, it, how it came off to me. Like, right. uh, Hey, these guys let us down today type mm-hmm. of thing. When I think he should have really taken the, the high road, not even said anything or say, look, Hey, I promise I, I'm, you know, I'm going to do a much uh, better job getting this team prepared next time. Uh, that yeah. I obviously did today could have could have kind of sh- put the blame on everybody, including himself, because I, that you know they got it they got hand, they got it handed to him. Right? I got a kick out of it,
0: and especially I don't know how I didn't have the money line there, Brian. I mean that would that mm, would be a normally, but nice. but I was like just in case they lose, I want to be able to laugh uh, with everybody else, and uh, <laughs> and sure enough. But I don't know, maybe he does get the last laugh. They're twelve to one to win the NCAA well, tournament.
2: Yeah, I mean. The bottom line is, he's unless they win it all, he's not going out a winner, right? So,
3: Right, yeah. It's the bottom line. D, D, I think you're right on that. D, you nailed it dead on it. I mean, they're still the number one seed in the ACC tournament, and the ACC's down this year, so they're probably going to get five teams in the tournament. I, I mean, not a big deal. Didn't have to go that way. Uh, that's why he's the rat a lot of times. That's why he's the rat. Didn't have to go down <laughs> right. the road. And didn't have to mention it at all. Really, Darren, you're right. That's why he's the rat. Uh, all <laughs> the right.
2: rat. That's
3: it. I did... Uh, I hope someone's listening
0: on the radio to that. I did uh, so we picked um yeah you know, we'll go over this more next week and tomorrow we're gonna break down the conference tournaments. Um, Gonzaga, by the way is the biggest favorite to when they have a game tonight minus 470 to win their tournament. but to win the big tournament, Gonzaga plus 370, I did like this in the beginning of the year I got I think I got plus 650. When I put Gonzaga and I I kind of called it and saying they're gonna have two or three losses, they're gonna have zero or one losses in the conference, they're gonna be a one seed and they're gonna be close to plus three fifty. And that's kind of where they are now. Whether they win is a different story. I like uh I like Tim A. I like my guy Chet Holmgren. Uh it's a fun team to root for. Arizona six to one. Kentucky plus 750. Kentucky, not even a projected one seed. Plus 750. Baylor's projected one seed, 10 to 1. As I mentioned, Duke 12 to 1. Kansas is Lenardi's fourth one seed, 16 to 1. I don't know if anyone jumps out at you there. Uh, Bry, you made a face when I said Kansas. They do
1: lose some shitty games. Yeah, it's about, weird. about to lose some games. Yeah, I know. It seems like they lost a lot more games than they, right. they did this year. But, yeah, it's hard to say. You know, I gave out... Think Harry and I both gave out UCLA at like fifteen to one, or maybe they were fifteen or eighteen to one the first time, but they've they've dropped to twenty eight to one. So I, but I still kind of like that odds wise. Um, I like Purdue a little bit at sixteen to one. I like uh, Arkansas at fifty to one. It's pretty good uh, odds wise. Um, but yeah, I don't know Kentucky. I like Kentucky's team. I like. I, I do think they can make a little bit of a run. You know, in the past they. Usually do, but um, mm-hmm. I, they just don't shoot the three well enough, I feel like. Mm-hmm. So you get into the tournament games. I don't know if, like, if you're playing, if you're relying on inside play most of the time, I feel like that eventually gets well,
3: Brian, to you. Right. Yeah. I mean, I, I, well, first, I agree with you a bit on Arkansas, too, like 50 to one, one of the hottest teams in the country. They're 14 and two in the last 16 straight up. And they have a guy, you know, JD J- Note uh, a guy who can take over games. And that's what Kentucky has, too. And Oscar Shubway, this guy from. Darren from Lumbashi Republic of the Congo. Wait, who he's are averaging you right now, Bri or 15, Darren? <laughs> who are we talking to? <laughs> this guy's averaging seventeen and fifteen a game this season, sixty-one percent shooting, and he's also eighteen straight double doubles. He's had a game twenty-eight rebounds. You have a guy like this who can take over games. You can you can win six straight in this yeah, a tournament like
1: this. He's been really good. Okay.
3: All right. I mean, I asked Harry, I don't, I don't know if I even asked who
0: we like. I said, we'll talk about this tomorrow. I was like, all right, I'm going to make a case for like 11 teams here. What did you have?
3: <laughs> Texas Tech, 25 to 1, not flashy, but wow. the last five games held their opponents to 57 points or less. Like that, that, I like Texas Tech. I like Texas Tech, very good defensively. That's a good one for sure.
0: Uh, all right. Oh, all right. Let's move to the NBA. FanDuel Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. And with FanDuel, same game parlays, uh, Harry's favorite. Turn little bets into big paydays. Payouts as little as two hours, easy to use, safe and secure. Plus, if you're a new customer, you get a risk-free first bet up to $1,000. Download the FanDuel Sportsbook app or head to FanDuel.com and sign up using promo code against all odds to bet the NBA today and get your first bet risk-free. Harry, we're going to go over two games. You had a f- same-game parlay on one of these, right? I can't remember. Is it on the Warriors Nuggets? Yeah. All right. So Warriors Nuggets, uh, I th- you know, as of yesterday, this was going to be a fun game and this is a makeup game. Show everyone what a same game parlay looks like, Harry. Now, initially you could take this uh, just for the bet. It's eight. The Nuggets are eight point favorite. Two twenty one is the over under. But you're staying away from all that. Show us what a same game parlay looks like.
3: Yeah, I'm going to do this. Is the, I'm going for my third straight same game parlay on against all odds to try to hit it. So I'm going to go. Four, another four-teamer from Mikey Meatballs to put up the graphics here. Four-team parlay first. First, I'm going to take it minus 430. I'm going to take the Warriors plus 17.5 points. Denver played last night, a bit beat up after a 138-130 overtime win against the Pelicans. Now, Golden State is 0-2 against Denver this year, but only lost by a combined four points. So give me minus be minus 430 Golden State plus 17.5. I'm going to flip that. I'm going to take Denver at home plus 4.5 at minus 620. They're 6-1. Six at home in the last 7 and they are 2 and 0 like I mentioned against Golden State this year. Third part of the parlay, under 235 and a half at -440. Both games this season have been under 235 points against each other, which includes a game which both teams had their lowest scoring game of the season, which was 89-86. And then the fourth part of the parlay, -520. Nuggets Aaron Gordon to score 10 points or more. Look, Jokic had a big game last night, 46 points, triple double. Someone's got to pick up the slack a little bit for him. I think it's going to be Gordon, who in 11 of his last 12 games has scored at least 10 points, and he had 28 last night. And that, parlay, you know, that 14 parlay pays plus 110.
0: By the way, Michael's not even writing this down anymore. He's
3: like, screw this shit. I, <laughs> Michael's I'm my like, man. He's doing it. He knows it.
0: Uh, how do you, Harry? So, all right. So, obviously, Fandle lets you adjust the line, I don't know, within like 20 points of the spread. How Sal, do you I think you seven, stuff, Sal, I would think that you love this
3: stuff, Sal. How do you know, know to stop this.
0: at 17 and half? Well, you're like, all right, minus 430. That That's good You know
3: enough. what I do? You know, yeah. I, 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 uh, I figure this out because, like, if if it's minus 430 and if it was 16 and a half and it's minus, you know, minus 350, then the next step is minus 430. So now it's 80, 80 cent jump. Uh, 80, Eighty cent jump. Uh, and the I next forgot. one might be a $120 jump. So I go, you know, and that's a fair number. At uh, minus 430 with 17 and a half points with the Warriors. All right, I really hope no one listened to that because I'm not <laughs> sure. I don't know if that makes sense.
0: Well, but they keep right. winning so back, until they lose. Back to reality. The Nuggets minus 8, mm-hmm. 221. This was supposed to be paid, played December 30th, but the Nuggets had like four guys who were available because of COVID. Um because of the co- pro- protocols. And so now they're playing and Steve Carr's like, screw this. I don't even want to play this game. Who's not going? Dre's not dressing. Obviously, uh, so basically Clay Thompson's not dressing. Steph Curry. Isn't they're not no. making the trip to Denver and Denver. They haven't said yet, but yeah, Harry mentioned that Jokic just came off a crazy game. Um, they played overtime against the Pelicans. They may see said players too. I say until they announce that grab the eight points, I know the Warriors lost eight out of ten. Every time I bet them, I get crushed. Uh, you know, yeah, no Andrew Wiggins for, for the Warriors. And I, I know I don't love it, but back to back for Denver, they had the overtime game. I, I think Jokic sits, um, and this number is too big one hundred nine, one hundred seven. Take the Warriors plus eight, Parlay Kid. You're with me, right?
2: I'm with you here, Sal, because of the uncertainty of of how this game is going to go down. I think we could see two teams just going kind of through the motions. Today, uh, which uh, could lead to a close game without anybody really ever pulling away. I could totally see what you're saying. Uh, Might be a good time to sit Jokic after that game he had last night. He's got to be exhausted. Totally carried the team. Uh, If they're looking, uh, you know, if they're looking in the long term here, it might be in their best interest uh, to give him a day off. The way these other teams give days off to to guys, you would certainly think that he would be a candidate uh, to sit tonight. Uh, yeah, and it's like a weird game. When you play these games, like this, like you said, this was a game that was scheduled from over two months ago. These are the type of games you just, I'd always just take the team with the points because I do think you're going to have two teams that probably don't really want to be there tonight. Uh, and But on the on the other hand, you might have some Warriors players that don't normally get a lot of time, that are hungry to show what they could do. Yeah, you got the younger guys in there. In their there. one chance, yeah. you
3: know, so... I'm oh, you're 109-108. You. That's three, three out of four for my parlay. That would that would work just fine. What did I say? I think I said 107, didn't I? Oh,
1: whatever. It still works for <laughs> three out of <laughs> my don't, four.
0: Don't misquote me, Harry, because then when I hit it, I don't want everybody...
1: No, 109-107. All right, Brian, what do you like? Yeah, I have a weird one here. I'm I'm going to go uh, Jeff Green under a half of three-pointer at plus 102. I know this is a risky, it's a scary bet when you take these type of things because one three-pointer and you lose it. But in his last five games, he's only one of... Eight from three. Uh, He only shoots like, you know, he's never been a great three-point shooter. He only shoots 30%. You know, so I think, you know, odds say he needs to take about three three three-pointers in this game to go over. And again, he's only been averaging, you know, less than two attempts per game here. And and Golden State all year, even with these backups, and I would say they've defended the three. They've been, you know, three-point percentage defended has been one of the better ones in the NBA. So I'm going to go with this weird Jeff Green under a half of three-pointer. All right. We'll not make a three pointer. I yeah. like it. We have Jordan. I mean, Jordan Poole's got
0: to take over for us. Damian Lee, yeah. Juan mm-hmm. Toscano Anderson, Otto Porter Jr., Kevin Looney. Uh, that's our starting five probably uh for that's, this game. That's
2: that can that can that can uh
0: could be good they enough. They could get
2: the job done, Sal. So. They could get it's the weird. job
0: done. Uh I don't even know anymore. I don't know. Uh I mean we saw some great basketball in a way you could say, well, the players started, you know, they came alive. We saw you know, we saw LeBron put up 56. I think he could bet 40 or more. Was plus 560. Tatum 54 yesterday. We talked about Jokic going nuts. 46, 12, 11, four blocks and three steals. That was in overtime. And then yet uh, James Harden doesn't play Saturday. <laughs> yeah, you know, we talked. He's like, uh, I love, crazy. I love right. playing here. I love it. These are the best team, the best fans. Blah blah blah. Uh, let's not fool ourselves. It's still a regular season game. I'm sitting with a hamstring injury. Oh, Mikey Meatballs was cursing up a storm. I think he had him. I don't know. He had him in a uh, fantasy lineup or something. So he wasn't playing either that or he was mad. He lost to my kid playing uh, handball for like an hour and a half. I'm not sure what it was, but anyway, Sixers are playing. What is this line? Has this moved They're home? It's seven and a half, two thirty-two and a half 32 and a half against the bulls. Let me make sure this is, um, it's this, still seven, numbers and are seven and a half, two 32 and a half. Yep. Uh, I'm going to go Sixers Bulls four game slide. Sixers going for the season sweep of the Bulls. The first three were without Harden, so 3 0, going for uh, the four sweep. Um, With Harden, they have not scored fewer than 123 points. Opposing teams against the Bulls, averaging 46.7% shooting against them. That's very high. Look, I like this Levine. The Rosen's been fun. They've done a nice job overachieving, carrying the Bulls, but I think we've seen the best of Chicago. I think this team dips. I think the Cavs, even though they won yesterday, I think they start to dip 124, 111. That's the final. I'm going Sixers. Harry, you agree
3: with me. I do. So you mentioned Harden didn't play last game versus Miami. And Philly laid an egg there. I think they bounced back. Uh the Bulls are 0 and thirteen straight up this season versus the top three teams in each conference. 0 and thirteen. Like you mentioned, they've had a nice, nice run here, but not good, not good against uh, very good teams. Philly five and one in their last six. Chicago 0 and four against the spread and straight up in their last four. Give me the Sixers. All right. Parlay Kidd. Maxie, that was the key to hang
0: on to him in this trade. Over point Yeah, I'm going with uh,
2: Tyrese Maxie over. Well, it looks like it's jumped. Uh, As of last night, it was 17 and a half points. Now it's up to 18 and a half points. I'll still take this, Sal. Um, Since Harden has arrived, uh, the only time Maxie didn't go over this number uh, was when Harden didn't play. When Harden's in the lineup, it takes a lot of pressure off Maxie. He doesn't have to be the primary ball handler. He doesn't really have to be the ball handler at all. He becomes the third option when teams are really trying to stop uh, Harden and Embiid, especially on the pick and roll, leaves Maxi uh, a lot of wide open looks. So Maxi over 18 and a half points is my play for this game.
0: There you go. And probably the, the best uh, beneficiary of this Harden trade, Yohan Embiid, although he was the favorite to win MVP, now minus 110 to win MVP. Brian, you like him over points.
1: Yeah, I liked him over uh, this morning. It was thirty and a half. It's gone to thirty two and a half. It's weird. they's jumped. It's jumped two points. Yeah. Yeah. yeah Embiid. I, I know it's a high number, but he can't be happy with the way he's played. You know, especially the last game against the Heat, going four fifteen from the field, and plus they got beat up in that game. So his numbers the last few games haven't lived up to the previous performances where he was scoring you know thirty five plus a game. So I think this is a big game for Embiid to continue to make him you know the favorite versus you know the way Jokic has played recently. And you know it's either going to be uh, that I wonder if that number jumped up I wonder if Vucevic is officially out I know he was questionable I thought or even if he's playing healthy I don't know how the Bulls guard him in this game uh, so I'm going to go over 32 and a half. Did you guys see wow he really closed the gap there I saw MB -110 did you see what
0: uh, Jokic was for MVP? He was like plus 190 is that what yeah. it was? Yeah
1: what, what was he last
0: week? Was he four to one four, or three to I one? Think. Yeah.
1: yeah. So, well, he had that, you know, last night he had the 30 points yeah. in the fourth quarter and overtime. Yeah, crazy. He went nuts. He went nuts. All right.
0: There you go. Uh, Vucevic uh, right now is questionable with the hamstring. Uh, ball out. Caruso out. Uh, Millsap out. Otherwise it looks like uh, everyone should start. Let's uh, hard pull some nonsense. All right. Sharp tank. Your winners, other than the two games we covered there tonight, Harry, start us
3: off. All right, I'm gonna go NBA. I'm gonna take Lakers Spurs open 232. What I saw last night, now it's up to I see, 235. I'm still gonna go with the over at 235. Lakers Spurs, two of the three games versus each other went 246 or higher this season. The three game average between the two this season 238. The last five Spurs games, last five Spurs games, they've averaged 250 points a game. Last two Lakers. Games have been 240 or more. Uh, James, desperate time, desperate measures for the Lakers, trying to do what they can to still get in the playoffs. James, 10 straight uh, ten straight games, um, looking to score and not be an assist guy. Uh, five straight games, he hasn't led the team in assists. So he's just taking control, scoring points. So I like that, and I like the over 235 now. And Like I said, up three points.
0: Brother Brian went with you and Rodriguez on your sharp tank pick. That was a winner. UFC, bounce back uh, with another one.
1: Yeah, I'm going to go, I almost made this my EP pick last night, but I'm going to go with the Pistons plus seven and a half. And probably could and I have been on this team a few times the last couple of games. But uh, maybe it's just me, but they've been one of the, well, you know, when their games have been on, they've been one of the more fun teams to watch this past month. Especially something's clicked with them, you know, they're playing very hard. You know, they've covered in seven straight games and they've won a few outright as big underdogs. Cunningham's been great. You know, and then the thing is the Hawks have been I, the Hawks are the worst road team against the spread this season going 10 and 21. So, um, you know, Pistons at home getting seven and a half the way they're playing. Um, I, I really like that one.
0: Yeah, not bad. Beat the Cavs at home. What? Uh, well, they lost that one to the Celtics. Uh, they beat
1: the Pacers the beat other the night. Ho- right. Beat the Hornets. Not overtime. Hornets. Yeah, they yeah, beat Roberts the uh, uh, overtime right. and the Raptors is like an eight point. Actually, they $1. lost to the Hornets, right? There was but well, they covered, uh, but they lost. Oh no, yeah, yeah, yeah. Wait, did yeah. they? I forget. I'm that saying one twenty seven. That was a one point That's game, right? One point game. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's uh, yeah, yeah, we yeah, we're yeah. dealing yeah. covers here. All right, yeah.
0: Parley Kid, what do you like?
2: So I'm gonna be taking the Zags uh, at uh, minus fourteen tonight against uh, the Go, Going Francisco. against my
3: extra points pick, Darren.
2: Yeah. Oh, no, listen. Nice. Uh, the Zags haven't played uh, basketball in over a week. Uh, it's been a while. They're coming off a loss, a rare loss for them. Thumping. Um, what's that,
3: Harry? <laughs> He's not going
0: to let you get through this. So, sorry, Paul. No, I'm sorry. No, no. If you have like, wrestling no. practice or something, and, it's and, not going to uh, so. And their last yeah.
2: win was against San Francisco at San Francisco, and it was a 16-point win. Now we're looking at uh, we're going home here uh, for the Zags. Um, I think they get the job done here tonight. So minus uh, 14. Right.
0: I took the under in this on uh, Extra Points podcast today. Uh, all right, Brian, I'll go with you again. Uh, nice. One we with Rodriguez. Let's do it again. Detroit plus seven and a half. That sharp tank. Anybody see winning time on uh, on HBO? Yeah. Brian, you watched Yeah, it? well, you asked yeah, you you if
1: we could watch it, and then I was up at like 2.30 or 3 uh, o'clock in the morning. I don't do that.
0: I don't, boy, I, I owe
1: you big time. I owe you big time.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it was Not rough, I, right? I, yeah, yeah. I mean, um, that's when Brian has dinner. It's <laughs> Harry listened on the Harry listened to it on the radio. He has HBO HBO I Max mean- on the radio. Yeah.
1: <laughs> what, what did What did you think, Sal? Did you like? Um, I I actually think they did a good job of casting in terms yes. of like the looks and everything. Kind of, and well, the- we were talking about showing finding someone who looks very similar to
0: Magic, a young Magic Johnson, with a winning smile and personality who could act and uh is very tall and could play basketball like how, how do you do that right and john c riley i thought was a good jerry bus yeah. and uh and uh, jerry west i think they they did a good job boy that first 15 minutes or so when they my, i'm all for breaking down the fourth roll but i couldn't tell who anyone was talking to i mean everything was an aside to camera but they they let that go and i think it's i think it, the second half was better what do you think
1: yeah, I thought the same thing, yeah, when they when they started just talking to the camera and explaining things. I was wondering yeah. what you thought of that because they're giving I, it's too I mean, much. I if you're a sports fan and you know a little bit about the history of basketball or whatever, like yeah. most of that's you know, so I mean, you might not know all of it, but again, you get the general idea of what's going on. But like, I I understand like if you're just watching the show and you're not really necessarily a sports fan and you don't know what's going on, they have they you know they have the individuals telling you what's kind of happening or what yeah. what's going on. But I. Yeah, I didn't really like that part of it. I, I, yeah, pers- like personally no, thirteen like it. million. I'll, I, I can get
0: that. I have that. Then to the camera, I don't have that. We're
1: gonna get that. We'll get that. I right.
0: was like, all right, not enough for ready, but right. I think it's worth sticking around for for the second right. episode. Or and so. they had
1: that that thing right where they had like the Donald Sterling came in and they're like, yeah, yeah. second second worst fun. Donald of the eighties. So I'm like, all right, let's just Jerry <laughs> West. What an
0: asshole, huh? I mean, do they really want him to be the logo after that depiction? I don't know if you saw a Parley like kid.
2: I'd say I did not uh, I will catch up on this that is for sure. I I'm i definitely will I be think invested like in watching this at some point but I think you'll like Did it. not watch it but
1: uh I don't know. I'm, 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 you guys aren't really making it. <laughs> the only case well, to watch. Well, I think this it's right going to be so. good though. I mean I I, I I do like you'll like John C. Riley. You'll like yeah. the the players. Yeah, and even the West character like it yeah, yeah. looks like it's funny cuz I can't even tell on the characters. They do a nice shop like, are they in makeup, or is that actually how they? I can't even tell. Right. I'm like, they could have some known actor playing some of these people, and I don't even really right. notice it. Well, we had the Jeff th- Perlman on. It was his his book that the the adaptation was
0: made. And, you know, I I have to think that some parts he wasn't thrilled with, but yeah. uh, I, overall we'll, we'll give yeah, him a shot. Thing, yeah, the only thing the
1: only thing I really noticed right away, I was like, oh, that that's the little girl who choked on the hot dog and filled the dreams is playing like one of those characters right. in the show. It's that's right. <laughs> there you go. That that itself is uh, it's worth watching. All right, Harry. Uh,
0: we're gonna give out conference tournament winners tomorrow on yeah. against the furious with Joel, babyface Joel Solomon, because Hofstra lost. Yeah.
3: Well, not only did they lose, but I mean they're they're a higher they're a better team than this. This is the couple losses at home. Where they're much better than the other team in conference. And not only, okay, if you're going to lose maybe the last game and it's a close, these games are good blowouts from the beginning. Two in a row at huh? Elon, and then yesterday, I mean, smoked. Joel, what's going on here with the, uh, the pride?
1: This is now two people that are furious with me for having lost money uh, because of my responsibility to Hofstra, my, my parents, and now Harry. Uh, and
3: uh, I mean, I got, I, got, I got them a plus 350 for the Colonial, Joel. They better step it up and show
1: up. Uh, I, I was tremendously disappointed. I, I thought Speedy Claxton would bring Hofstra, the great basketball program, back to uh, respectability. Yeah. And, uh, Harry, I, 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 I let you down. I- Let's turn it around this week, bud. Let's turn it
0: around. All right, we'll turn it around. You guys get it together. Maybe Harry could help you turn it around. Uh, until tomorrow, we're going to go over all the conference tournaments. It's going to be fun. Uh, the odds are posted now, and that'll do it for another episode of Against All Odds for spaghetti for meatballs for babyface Joel Solomon. Uh, what about oh the general trifecta? They're here. I'm Sal saying so long and happy handicapping.